Hey Magic fans, welcome to Magic Crossover presented by Starry. I'm your host Kendra Douglas and on this episode, I sit down with Mo Wagner. We talk about training back in Germany and what his future goals are in life. So enjoy this episode with Mo. All right, welcome to Magic Crossover presented by Starry. I'm your host Kendra Douglas alongside the one and only <laughs> Mo Wagner, Mo, the fans wanted this. Yes, sure do. And I am the fan. Sure do. They wanted this. Yeah, of course, of course. I'm happy to be here, finally. I know, yeah. Took you long enough to set hey. this up. <laughs> how you been? How has the road trip been for you? How has just this year been for you so far? Whew. Um, no, it's been fun. I mean, it's, it's a grind, especially that January, February stretch. February stretch. Um, but we have such a good group, uh, not only players, staff around, you guys, obviously, that um, it, it makes it kind of easy. Mm -hmm. uh, even when you lose some games, um, you still want to come into the building, want to work. Um, and it makes the grind more enjoyable, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So a big part of this podcast is we like to get to know the players outside of basketball. Like, what do you like to do? What are the fun things? You know, we want to get to know you a little bit more. So, I yeah. mean... For starters, like who is Mo outside <laughs> of the podcast of, of, the, of the basketball court? Who is he? Um, that's a good question. Um, well, my life is pretty unspectacular outside the basketball gym in a way that I live with my brother. Mm -hmm. uh, you might, guys might know him. Um, and there's not much going on at the, at the Wagner house. Uh, we uh, have family over all the time. Uh, right now it's our grandma. It's her birthday, by the way, today. Oh. Uh, at her birthday, uh, my grandma and my mom, um, yeah, and we just have a lot of family time. Uh, my brother and I are joking that it's like an Airbnb because the whole year people come over from Germany. Uh, obviously, it's a very special, special um, situation for everybody involved, so we're trying to take advantage of it and have people come visit as much as possible. But really, it's not much going on, um, and Mo's kind of embracing that and enjoying that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, though. Yeah. Was it really important for you guys to kind of have that stable home for families? Because it seems like family is very big for you guys. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, yeah, I think as soon as it uh, became clear that we are going to play together, uh, I think we wanted to live together just because um, we didn't spend a lot of time when I went to college and when he went to college. So it was a great opportunity to kind of make up for some time and then figure out if that that's gonna work out you never know with brothers you know with family at some point there comes a time where people kind of go separate ways organically as well but it kind of worked out really well and uh, we enjoyed our time and I mean this business gets lonely sometimes um, so um, you can only play basketball four or five hours a day and then you know you get the other 19 to figure out um, and to have somebody that you share these emotions with um, that you go through these emotional roller coasters together through games uh, it's very helpful to just say it out loud and then kind of move on with your day. So when you guys are going home, is it more of like a decompressing kind of, you know, it's a relaxing type situation or are you guys playing games still? Are you guys like chatting about life? Like what is it like between living with your brother who, you know, you see constantly yeah. now too? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously you do, you do piss each other off sometimes, <laughs> but that's, I mean, normal. I think we've kind of found a good groove too of like staying away uh, when we come home from work, uh, work after practice and stuff, kind of does everybody does his own thing, has his own routine. We're two 
different people as well. Um, but then at the same time, like you said, I mean, we talk about it all the time. We talk about job. We talk a little smack about everybody else involved. Um, and we've gotten very good this year at decompressing and not really taking work home. Mm -hmm. um, we don't really watch a lot of basketball. Really? Uh, me personally, especially, I don't yeah. know how Franz handles this, but in my private time, I try to like watch all my clips and my, what I watch basketball very intentionally and rarely as a fan anymore, just to just get away from it. And because um, it's so emotional and I, I'm a very emotional guy, so I don't want to take it to heart 24 seven. Yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. So this year, because I noticed them too a little bit, you guys are coming up with a documentary. There's a documentary about that. That is you. correct, yeah. Yeah, because I saw them coming into some of the media stuff. Tell me a little bit about that and, and what's going into <laughs> that documentary. Yeah, I mean, Franz and I aren't necessarily the, the, the public life seeking creatures. Um, so this was a pretty big step. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the reasoning for doing a documentary that's a little longer than probably common. Um, it's about two years, a two year span. Uh, really? where we have people that we trust follow us, yeah. um, obviously in, in context with the national team as well, with the World Cup and the Olympics, um, but also here living together in Orlando, playing together, and then what we really want to show is kind of more of the life off the court. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I would say there isn't a, there's kind of a missing context in Germany about basketball, or, or professional athletes in general. Um, and it's very harsh and about, okay, they make a lot of money, they're supposed to do that, they're machines, and um, people forget that those people have feelings, emotions too, they, they, they have family problems, girl problems, whatever it may be, just like everyone else, and we're kind of trying to find that niche between, um, okay, these are athletes and humans as well, and it's not as much about our successful basketball careers, it's more about the, the people behind it, and uh, yeah, it's really challenging us to be vulnerable, um, which uh, we still getting better at, but it's a process. Good thing that we have a couple of years to figure it out. So did the filming of the documentary start when you guys did the FIBA World Cup? Uh, it started a little before that. So a little year ago of a year ago, it started. Um, and we're going to, yeah, we're going to do it till after the Olympics. Um, we got somebody that gave us a lot of uh, resources to do this thing and uh, we're very excited because we have people around that we trust and we feel like uh, we can let in our private life. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool and we are very blessed obviously. To, it's a very special platform to be brothers uh, on, on this level. Yeah. Um, obviously you draw attention and um, to be able to do that is a responsibility as well. And um, we, we see this as a very privileged situation that we want to use for others to, to, to take advantage of. Going on Germany and speaking about that, what was it like for you kind of having to adjust and be a part of, you know, the world here in the United States? And then like, was there any different changes that kind of like hit you right away? Or was it kind of an easy transition coming here? Uh, well, it was easy in the terms of like, I loved it here. So, and I always wanted to come to America. I, I love the, the swag, the, the, the letterman jacket, people uh, just, you know, the, the feel on campus. I mean, I went to college, so it's yeah. like that, that kind of swag. I just, I absolutely loved. So that was, I embraced that totally. But there's definitely things that when you change countries that, um, that are challenging. I mean, people that you spend a lot of time with all of a sudden aren't there anymore and you got to rely on FaceTime and calls and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So you filter out people that you talk to. 
Um, and it's two different separate worlds uh, that you got to kind of have to learn how to manage. How important was your basketball team for you? Because, I mean, I saw the, I got to see them a little bit at New York. So how important were they for your growth and just the bond you shared because you knew you had to have that bond? I, it was great. I mean, that's your family. That's the number one uh, contact, um, social contact. You'll, I learned how to play, uh, talk English at first for my teammates. This isn't necessarily great. Um, <laughs> But you spend more time in the locker room than you spend anywhere else. So obviously, um, deep connections with all of them from college still. Um, and yeah, that's kind of how you learn. That's the biggest source of social interaction. I feel like when we go on the buses, I hear you on the phone all the time talking to someone. Is that like a ritual thing or is it just like the timing? Like what, what is it and why is it important for you to kind of continue that? Yeah, I, I've, I've made a conscious effort to invest more, especially when I got out of that um, bubble college. Yeah. Um, I mean, in college, you're kind of so worried about your own life and you just do and just go minute by minute and just live. And it's a great life. But then once you hit the real world, you realize, oh, you actually need the other people um, that, that support your entire life. So I try to invest in those relationships as much as, much as I can. Um, and then... Yeah, it's mostly on, on on game days. I just like to, I mean, find this 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 good vibe and this good sweet spot between focus and also, I wouldn't say playfulness, but like joy of life a little bit, and and realize that it's not that it's a game that I'm playing, and don't get too tight, um, and talk to my family, um, and on days off, I rather like put the phone down and uh, don't want to hear about anything from anyone, um, just to get a day to decompress for myself so um that's kind of i try to yeah, lighten it up on game days i like that though that's a good yeah. mindset to have yeah especially. i mean as long as you focused as well yeah but you gotta invest in both and find that sweet spot a little bit you just talk about the grind and it is yeah a grind. for sure like, this is my first year with you guys and like it is a grind i'm oh, seeing that grind yeah. on stuff so i feel like it is very important to continue to keep that like a happiness and the joy, especially sure. talking with your family. That's kind of the biggest thing you want to do. One hundred percent. Well, and you also realize they watch and they're excited about it, and um, yeah, that that does a lot to me when people tell us they're watching from wherever they are in the world, um, even though it's some irrelevant, somewhat irrelevant game in the middle of the season somewhere. Um, you know, in America, it's it's really cool that people care. If you weren't playing basketball. <laughs> Yeah. Do you have an idea of what you would want to do in life that's like, would you be in sports or would you do something different? I'll, I'll be honest with you, I always have so much, uh, I envy people my, at my age, I mean now I'm, I'm starting to get a little older, but I envy people at my age like coming out of college that knew exactly what they wanted to do because I was there not knowing what I wanted to do and a lot of people back home, they're struggling with that. Um, and I always had this privilege that I found my passion very, very early that I could execute and put all my energy in. And obviously that gives you a lot in life. Um, so I've always been very privileged in that sense. Um, and I would be screwed if I didn't have sports. Uh, I probably, I always say I'd probably be like, I love kids, I love being around kids, love being goofy, love being a kindergarten teacher of some sort, something like that. But um, I'm very happy that I don't have to worry about that for a while. Oh my God, Laura, are we the same person? Why? Do you like kids? I'm a teacher too. Really? Well, my patience isn't as high, so 
I'd be more like the guy that like takes care of the kids after school, you know. You know. Oh, like the after school. Play soccer with them, and like everybody loves, and they don't yeah. want to go home because Mo's so awesome. And we're, you're good. That's my vision. And they're like, yeah, Mo at the back. There you go. And yeah. be like we hate it. We hate it. We hate the teachers. <laughs> yeah, all them. Mo is the man. That's there you go. Yeah. So you were gonna be a soccer coach, that's what we're gonna Whatever do. it is, I mean, I coach them whatever. I, as long as it's not numbers and prone, all that stuff and verbs and I don't need that. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't need to be a subject. Life. There we go. Life. Life. There you go. Hey, that's actually probably- Life like, coach mo. <laughs> life coach mo. I like it. So we just talked about soccer. Soccer's pretty big in Germany too. It's huge, yeah. Do you keep up with it? Or like, was is that a sport that you possibly could have wanted to play too. <laughs> I hope Franz hears this because I always claim that I could have played soccer. Okay. Um, but it's probably, I mean, there's a delusional mole who, said, who says he would be an excellent soccer player. And then there's realistic mole. I'm probably a little too tall and probably not as skilled as those guys and not as quick. But I used to play soccer and I loved it. And at some point I had to like decide whether I want to play basketball or soccer because school got harder. And luckily, I took a basketball. Um, but soccer is huge in Germany. It's hard to keep up mm -hmm. uh, because obviously frequent games and the time change makes it so complicated. I don't even know what day it is today. Yeah, so I, I hardly take, keep up with our schedule. So to know their schedules is difficult as well. But I, a little vaguely, I know what's going on and uh, I, I watch it when I'm home. You're traveling so much now. Like we are on a five game, 10 day road trip right now. When do you get the opportunity to just go back home for just leisure or just to relax? It's an interesting uh, question because I mean, you got to balance that a little bit. And I've learned, I've had different phases uh, in my career, um, how I treat at home. But usually I probably go home right after the season. I always say I'm going to do something else. And then, and then I just want to go home. Um, even though it's still cold, I've never made the playoffs, so it's still April, um, and it's always cold still in Berlin. It's nasty, but I, I mean, it's just home. You know how that is. You know, you just want to see your friends, uh, kind of go back to that environment and go from there. Um, so with the national team too, that gives me the opportunity to go back again in the summer. So I'm usually there twice a year um, during the summers. Uh, find ways to train there as well. Um, and kind of connect family and home with basketball. You said find ways to train. How is it different? Is it like harder or like easier? It's a lot different because obviously the club over there, uh, the clubs over there, they're busy. They have youth teams, um, the gym. They don't have the resources like we have here. You can't just drive with a car somewhere. It's a, it's a big city and then go to the gym, knock out your lift and your basketball workout and go home. It's, um, it's a little bit more of a scramble. So every once in a while you'll see me with uh, my, my, my basketballs on the, on the bike riding through Berlin and it's a little bit more of an adventure than here I would say but it's kind of the charm of the city as well you know that that's the swag over there and uh, we enjoy that we embrace that and it's, it's fun. That's kind of cool I feel like it's like a normal mo like you're like normal mo in Berlin you're like yeah I'm just like all right I'm gonna go. Yeah will be surprised what we do in this I mean it's just such a different lifestyle than, than in Orlando you know. Um, you don't really, my parents, we don't have a car. Uh, you, yeah, you take the subway and you ride your bike, you walk everywhere. It's um, something I, I miss a lot about Europe. It's just like kind of going along your day, like figure it out yeah. um, because everything is right there and you can just walk around and uh, the infrastructure is just so different here. Did um, your swag kind of change too when you came here? Is that kind of like how you, or when was it? When was that turning point where you're kind of like investing more like 
you know, the looks and the, and the looks. Oh. And, the, and the drip as we like to call it. <laughs> well, um, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily uh, love doing that for for others. I'd rather do that for myself. I'll be honest with you. So comfort is a big piece of it, um, and then also mental comfort. I'm not never trying to like make a statement or anything. I I never wear stuff I don't feel comfortable with. Um, so yeah, I I don't really. I always try to like kind of find that sweet spot between swaggy and comfortable. Um, I'm lazy as well, so it's like it, it's not it's nothing special. But I, I've I've kind of found my groove a little bit and what I like and what not, and I think that comes with the years. Well, I like the shoes. Yeah, the shoes we've had. Yeah. I mean, yours are Coincident coincidentally coincidentally same. Yes, yes, yours are massively bigger than mine, but we still have same shoe, same vibe, same vibe. Yeah. So. I have a podcast. There are two brothers who are in the NFL that have a podcast. <laughs> Could there possibly be a day where we see two brothers in well, basketball? Franz and I, uh, Franz and I talked about it sometimes, but um, yeah, it would be like a format where Franz would be the narrator and I would be the color, you know, just like he would have to keep me in check and like he would have to be the one telling the story and then... But it, it would be entertaining, but I think give us a couple years, maybe uh, I might have to convince them. But also nowadays, no, if everybody has a podcast, there's so much to listen to. So I don't really know if people care as much about our opinion. And maybe sometimes I think it's good if I keep my opinion to myself as well. So <laughs> I don't so, know. I don't know. Like, you know, if it's anything like uh, Travis and, and I mean, they do a great job, obviously, totally different platform. Yeah. Um, but oh, the stuff Jason Kelsey did on Travis's game, I see myself doing that at Francis game at some point for sure. For real? In, in a suite? Yeah. Yeah. That's something I would do. They're going to be like security. It's like, no, 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 it's just my, it's just my. Hopefully, hopefully like 15 years down the road. So uh, I don't <laughs> have to yeah, worry about like that. Yeah, like waving your shirt. <laughs> yeah. I love that though. That just shows the support of being a big brother. Oh, 100%. I mean, what he has done is incredible to watch as a as an older brother does something to you emotionally. Sometimes I try to keep that away a little bit and just like treat him as my as my teammate. Uh, and then once the game is over, as my brother, um, because it gets complicated if you, if you get into it emotionally too much. I have to, enough to worry about myself. So um, no, it's awesome, and we're so happy about this whole thing. So, so before I let you go, what are some of your personal goals outside of basketball that you might have for yourself? Honestly, at some point, I just want to like, I, I put a lot in my career already. Um, I've worked my entire life on basketball. Um, yeah, I really love it. Uh, I'm excited to get to a point where uh, I can say I've put everything I have into it uh, and focus on my family, whatever that might look like. Hopefully put my, be able to put my toes in the sand uh, somewhere and uh, peacefully say, this was my career and I can kind of look ahead with my life, go ahead. Because um, I've just worked so much and you invest so much into that, that I'm looking forward to that part of my life as well. But again, I hope that's long time down the road. Um, but once I have my family and I'm like kind of, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm going to try to be very to myself and uh, living a public life and having everybody have an opinion about you is not always easy as well. So. Um, Looking forward to kind of having a more nine to five personal vibe to my life. Um, I'm very excited about.
life coach mode, everybody. There you go. I mean, everybody's different. Some people love that stuff. And I, there's a time I loved it too. Um, but the older I get, the more I appreciate being able to go to a coffee store without people knowing who you are or, um, yeah. I like that. Yeah. That was a good way to end that. Yeah. Well, thanks about for joining me and thanks for listening. Thanks for having me. Right. And thanks for listening to magic crossover presented by sorry. And we will see you on the next episode. Big shout out to Mo for coming on the podcast and thanks to you guys for listening to Magic Crossover presented by Starry. Make sure you share and subscribe to the podcast and we'll see you next time.